Welcome to the Dark Whales Tours podcast. On this podcast, we will explore the vast history of Wales, looking at the myths, legends, and ghosts of this magical and mystical country. Wales has been the heart of Britain's supernatural beliefs for many centuries, and in this episode, we will be looking at a castle that has been catapulted into the limelight in recent months due to it being used as a location for the 2020 series of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Gwych Castle is an impressive 19th century castle, built surrounded by the beautiful landscape of Abergelly, North Wales. Not quite the Australian jungle, but equally as stunning. The current castle was built between 1812 and 1822 by Lloyd Hasquith Bamford Hasquith. He wanted to build an impressive castle on his mother's ancestral land, being a descendant of the Lloyds of Gwych. The Lloyds of Gwych were the ancestral owners of Gwych. They were part of the royal house of Machet ap Canon. The Lloyds were also related to Llewellyn the Great, Prince of Gwynedd the grandfather of the last native Welsh Prince of Wales, Llewellyn the Last. Situated within the Gwych Castle estate are a pair of Iron Age hill forts, a Roman shrine, lead and silver mines, and ancient battle sites. In 1825, Lloyd married Lady Emily Ligon, the daughter of the first Earl of Beecham. This marriage produced one child, a son and heir, Robert Bamford Hesquith. In 1851, Robert married Ellen Jones Bateman, and ten years later, in 1861, Robert inherited Gwych Castle on the death of his father Lloyd. Robert and Ellen also produced only one child, this time a girl, Winifred. In 1878, when she was only 19 years old, Winifred was married off to Douglas Cochrane, the 12th Earl of Dundonald. The marriage was a very unhappy one, and even though they had five children between the years 1880 and 1893, the couple ended up living separate lives. Douglas returned to Scotland and Winifred lived in her castle in Wales. Winifred was a keen lover of the Welsh culture. She encouraged Welsh nationalism was a Welsh speaker and gave permission for excavations to be carried out on the land that she owned. She considered herself the last of the Lloyds of Gwych. After Winifred died, the castle was left in the care of the Welsh church, and during World War II, it was requisitioned by the government as part of Operation Kinder Transport, the name given to the mission to save thousands of Jewish children from the Nazi regime. During this time, Gwych Castle was the home of 200 Jewish refugees, all of whom were saved from the horrors of the Holocaust. In 1946, the castle was sold by the Earls of Dundonald, ending almost 1,000 years of continuous family ownership. It was purchased in 1948 by Leslie Saltz, who opened it as the showplace of Wales for 20 years. Saltz sold the castle in 1968 to an entertainment company who opened the castle as a medieval entertainment centre. This, however, 
only added to the castle's decline, as very little was actually done to maintain the castle, and it was closed to the public in 1985, with the last jousting event taking place in 1987. In 1990, an American property developer purchased the estate with a view of turning it into an opera centre and hotel. However, again, nothing ever materialised and the castle was subject to vandalism. In 1997, the Gwich Castle Preservation Trust was set up by a 12-year-old boy, Mark Baker. The trust forced the American absentee owner to sell the castle in 2006 to Clayton Hotels, who had ambitious plans to convert the buildings into a luxury hotel. Work began but was halted by the credit crunch at the time, which saw Clayton Hotels enter administration. The castle was once again purchased by another property developer, who took the hotel development through the planning process. In 2018, the planning permission ran out and the castle was again offered for sale, this time by auction. Through the intervention of the National Heritage Memorial Fund and the Richard Broyd Charitable Trust, the castle was purchased by Gwich Castle Preservation Trust on behalf of the nation. In 2020, the castle was hired out by ITV for the filming of the latest series of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, bringing in much needed money and also acknowledgement of the castle to a wider audience. However, it seems that the beauty and draw of this castle has caused its former inhabitants to stick around after their earthly deaths. Over the years, Gwich Castle has been the location of several ghostly sightings, from a poltergeist moving objects and unlocking doors in the dead of night, to a figure of a woman in white appearing at an upstairs window. Gwich Castle seems to be the home of many phantom residents who refuse to move on. One of the first tales of ghostly happenings occurred in the 1930s and 1940s. Bill Price, who was the caretaker at the time, would go around each night making sure all the doors were locked and all the windows were closed and secured. Because of this duty, Bill was given the only key to the rooms so he could open them back up in the morning without disturbing anyone. However, there was always one room that caused Bill some trouble. The library. Whenever he approached the library, he would always feel that there was someone or something watching him. Something in the depths of the room making him feel very uneasy. His dog, whom he took around the castle in case of intruders, would always refuse to enter the library. Bill would report that the dog's fur would stand on end and she would whimper and run away. To add to this discomfort surrounding the library, in the morning the library door was opened and the furniture had been moved around. Bill knew that no living person could have entered the room as he had the only key and there was no sign of forced entry. This happened several times over the years and is a typical example of poltergeist activity. Bill said he never saw anyone around or heard any of the furniture move but he would always find that the chairs had moved during the night. 
More recent staff have also reported strange sounds echoing from all over the castle. Bangs and crashes coming from otherwise empty rooms, including the library. This is not the only library that gives off a sinister atmosphere in Wales. In the capital, the Library of Cardiff Castle has also for centuries given an eerie and foreboding feeling by night. During the tours we conduct there, countless people have seen, heard and felt things while standing in the library in pitch darkness. From the feeling that someone is stood right behind them, to seeing two figures blocking the doorways, seemingly trapping us inside. It seems that there is something about a library at night that makes it the ideal home for a ghost with sinister intentions. Given the feeling that one is trapped within the room, not being able to leave and being engulfed by the encroaching darkness. It has been reported that this spirit of Gwich could be the Earl of Dundonald himself, even though he really stayed in the castle. By the laws of marriage, it was, in fact, his castle. Could it be jealousy that has brought his spirit here? Jealous of the beauty that his wife surrounded herself with without him, making him determined to claim what by law was rightfully his, perhaps even looking for her spirit as she is also said to haunt the castle. Perhaps he hopes to remind her that his resentment for her is just as strong in death as it ever was in life. There are many emotions that may keep spirits here in the first place, including jealousy, which can, in time, turn to rage. Could this perhaps explain the strange sounds and ill feeling coming from parts of the castle? The poltergeist activity perhaps linked to the Earl, who is trying to manifest his energy in whatever way he can, which may include hurling objects and moving items around. If it is the spirit of the Earl, he has yet to manifest himself in full body form to anyone quite yet. But who knows what awaits the celebrities as they embark on the latest series. Will he take kindly to a group of strangers encroaching on his territory? The spirit of his wife, however, has not been as elusive in manifesting herself as him, because the library is not the only place in Gwich Castle where people have had strange paranormal experiences. In one of the towers that is known as the Countess Tower, there have been several ghosts seen over the years. One particular ghost has been seen and described by enough people that her identity is said to be known. It seems that Countess Winifred loved the castle so much that even in death she still indeed roams the corridors. The figure of a woman in a white dress has been reported roaming the corridors and appearing at the windows of the Countess Tower. She is even said to emanate the scent of violets. The staff at the castle have reported the sweet scent of violets that come from out of nowhere and seem to be focused on one spot at a time. This was always said to signal where the spirit of the Countess was as her favourite perfume was the smell of violets. A common theme when people experience paranormal activity is the presence of different aromas. 
Perfumes and flowers are often reported to more odious aromas, perhaps indicating the presence of even darker forces. The Countess has been seen wandering the Countess Tower and also roaming around the gardens that she loved so much. Could she be the spirit that has so often frightened the numerous dogs that have walked the gardens over the years? One particular dog sensed something that frightened it so much it jumped over the garden wall, a wall that is 50 feet high. The dog was physically fine, but it refused to go anywhere near the castle again. So could it be both the ghosts of the Earl and his wife still reside here, continuing their marital hatred that they had for each other in life? But the Countess is not the only female spirit that is said to reside within Gwyll Castle. There has also been a younger lady in white whose identity is seemingly unknown. One of the most recent sightings of her was in 2010 when a gentleman was taking photos of the castle. When he developed the photographs, he noticed in one of them that there was a clear image of a young lady in a white dress looking out one of the upstairs windows. Not only would there have been no one in the castle at the time having been closed to the public since the 1980s, but the room where she was standing had no floor, having collapsed years before. There has yet to be an explanation for this lady and a quick search online will enable you to see the photograph in question. Some people have actually speculated that this too may be the Countess, but the figure doesn't seem to match the photographs of the Countess herself. It could also be that this figure is another spirit, the spirit of a young servant girl who fell from her horse in the grounds of the castle and died of her injuries some time later. However, don't be fooled by the seemingly sweet and innocent look of such apparitions, because as we explored in our Ogmore Castle episode, spirits of women in white have often had tragic end to their lives, which again, over time, can manifest in frightening and sinister ways. Until more people have an encounter with this spirit, we cannot say for sure who she may be. However, some of the ghostly sightings at Gwyll Castle may not be all that they seem. It is a story of a lady in the 1980s walking past the castle during the day. As she got closer, she said she could see three figures standing near one of the gates. She said there were two men and one lady. All three were dressed in medieval clothes. Thinking she had just seen three ghosts, the lady quickly left. As we have seen, however, Gwyll Castle did not exist during the medieval period, so why would there be medieval ghosts lurking within the castle? The answer could be quite simple. There aren't any. During the time when the lady saw the figures, the castle had just recently been sold to the company that used it as a medieval entertainment centre. The actors who starred in the shows would have been in costume for most of their time there, only changing back to their normal clothes when their shift had ended. So during their breaks, they would have still been in costume, hanging around the back of the castle with a lady walking past saw them. Not knowing anything about the castle, 
she assumed she had just seen three ghosts. Or perhaps could they have indeed been spirits from a time long before the castle itself was built? Could they have a connection to the land itself of a previous building that once stood in the vicinity? Could such a simple explanation be the most logical in this case? We as human beings have an innate interest in the paranormal and the unknown. We strive to have answers to the universe's great mysteries, including ghosts and life after death. But can we always trust our eyes? Does perhaps the mind trick us into seeing the things that we want, or things that aren't there? However, given the consistency of the sightings at Gwech Castle and various other places all over Wales, as indeed we've explored through our other episodes, this theory may fall a little short of the mark. Some things in life, or death as it were, are simply beyond our mind's comprehension, and it seems Gwych Castle maintains its reputation as being one of the most haunted castles in the country to this very day. So what is your opinion of Gwych Castle? Are the celebrities entering into an already overcrowded castle? Do spirits still wander the rooms that have crumbled with age? And is the photograph of the lady staring from the window of Gwich indeed genuine? For decades all around the world, photographs have been produced claiming to have captured a ghost or entity on camera. Naturally, not all of these claims have proven to be true, and as technology has advanced, people are more skeptical of such images as they can quite easily be manipulated. There is another similar photograph that was taken a few years ago at St. Fagan's National Museum of History in Cardiff, which purportedly has captured the ghost of a Civil War soldier within the grounds. Historically, this would be plausible, as the Battle of St. Fagan's, part of the English Civil War, was indeed fought there in 1648. You can also find this photograph with a quick online search. But again, are we only seeing what our minds want us to? For many people, seeing truly is believing. But can a photograph have the power and ability to convince a person that these spirits and entities are indeed real? Or do people need to see the proof before them with their own naked eye? We have seen, however, over the years, countless incidences of such scepticism being met with the old adage of be careful what you wish for, as it is often the sceptical and least believing in these things that have some of the more memorable experiences. Nonetheless, many people will still actively endeavour the world over to try to capture such entities on film and camera, sometimes even inadvertently so. As recent as Halloween 2020, Welsh actor and singer Luke Evans posted a photograph on his Instagram page of an on-set shot from his 2014 movie Dracula Untold. In the top right-hand corner, a ghostly face seems to be clearly emerging from the mist, even though all on set remain adamant no special effects or digital manipulation were used to create the effect. Is this the case with the lady in the photograph 
at Gwych Castle. It comes back to the old cliché, for the believer, no proof is necessary. To the sceptic, no proof is possible. If you have your own story to share on this or any of the other topics in our podcasts, then please email us on darkwales at hotmail.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dark Wales Tours podcast. Please be sure to visit us on www.darkwalestours.co.uk and also check out our Instagram, Facebook and Twitter feeds for news of our tours that we conduct in various locations around Wales and also for news of more episodes of this podcast. Please be sure to listen to the other episodes of this podcast with new episodes being released every two weeks. Until next time, Diochen Vauer, thank you very much. The Dark Wales Tours podcast is produced and delivered by Matthew Rose and Luke Alcock, owners of Dark Wales Tours.